0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, I'm inspired to talk about a pattern of mind, all right? like after I could to say a habit of mind, that can really truly get in our way in so many levels, and I think causes so much suffering for so many people. And that is that mental habit of comparison, right, where we compare ourselves either favorably or disfavorably to others. I'm going to talk a little bit about how it happens, why it happens, and also some strategies to get us out of that mindset of comparison, because I promise you, friends, it does not serve. I'm also going to share a little bit about why comparison, when you really think about it on that higher level, doesn't really make any sense anyway. So if you are someone who sometimes finds yourself in that mind space of comparing yourself to others, tune in and let's do this. So. Today, I woke up to a very, very, very exciting event or um, landmark. Um, The podcast hit 10,000 downloads. And, you know, I knew it was coming and I've been kind of watching and guessing when it would happen. But somewhere in the middle of the night, we crossed that threshold. And, you know, among podcasters, especially if you host on Buzzsprout, which is one of the little hosting platforms, if you're... In the biz, that's sort of how we get the podcast out onto the platforms like iTunes and other places that you find it. You know, well, Buzzsprout in particular gives you a little badge. It's the last badge you can earn when you hit 10,000 downloads. So it's kind of considered a big deal. And there is a lot of people on all the little Facebook groups and the different, you know, podcasting forums that will post when they hit 10,000 downloads and everyone is always very excited for them. But then also, I notice when this happens, right, and it happens for me too, comparison will set in. Because some people hit 10,000 downloads like in the first couple months, right? Or, you know, if you're a really big name with a big platform, you might hit it on the first day, who knows? And for others of us, it might take a year or several years. And so, you know, this really made me think as as excited as I am just a little over a year into the podcast to have this number and to just know that I'm building an audience and that, you know, the podcast is finding its home. And that makes me so happy because this is really a labor of love and it's something that I really love to do, but it also feels really good, you know, when you put something out there that it's reaching an audience. But it also made me think of all the places the mind could go to take this accomplishment, something that should feel really, really good, and, you know, make it less pleasant for me, right? I could say something like, I was on the show of this person and she hit 10,000 downloads in four months and it took me almost a year and a half, a little less than that, right? Or... I could say, my mind likes to play this trick too, right? So-and-so, she started at the same time as me. She hasn't hit 10000 downloads yet. I must be doing something right. I'm amazing. And I do like to think that I'm amazing. And so are you. But again, comparison has nothing to do with that reality. And the reason why comparison doesn't really make sense, my friends, is because when we compare one person, one little iteration, individuated piece of the divine to another, we're always going to be comparing apples to oranges, right? It's always going to be a comparison of two completely unique and equally worthy things, right? And there might be times when you're drawn to the apple or drawn to the orange, you know, and some people maybe don't even like apples or oranges. I can't imagine that, but you listeners, some of you may feel that way. But the deal is both the apple and the orange are are beautiful fruits. And like everything else on this planet, they're little pieces of God and they have their purpose in the ecosystem. They have their purpose in the culinary world, right? And sometimes you might really be craving that beautiful orange and other times that apple a day is exactly what your soul and body needs. And one is not better than the other. And yet our minds just love to compare. Right, And the reason that is, is because the egoic mind, right, your small mind gets its sense of value through individuation, through understanding that, not just that I am different from everything else, because again, our differences are part of what we're here to express in this experience of earth. So your uniqueness, that's the bomb, go for that. But what happens is the mind sometimes takes this extra step and says, You know, not only am I unique and beautiful and wonderful and a unique and, you know, expression of the divine, but I got to be better than or less than another expression of the, the divine because that's where I get my sense of place, my sense of meaning, my sense of self. And that's where we start to run into trouble. And the thing is, you can take pride in yourself and pride in your accomplishments and pride in your uniqueness without worrying about what the other guy is doing at all. If you think about it this way, like a beautiful kaleidoscope, and each piece of that beautiful kaleidoscope, that beautiful pattern, you know, is serving its own little purpose. Each little speck, Because, you know, in a kaleidoscope, if I got the thing right, there are all these little pieces of stuff that move around and the way that they interact with the light creates a beautiful, beautiful pattern. And each one of you is one of those little specks. And when you shake them around and hold them up to the light, you get these beautiful patterns. And in this analogy, in this metaphor, every speck is unique and every speck is essential. And every speck has its own unique job and its own unique way to express itself and to be part of that whole, part of that puzzle, part of that beautiful mosaic. It'd be kind of funny, right, if you thought about little specks in your mosaic looking and comparing themselves to one another, right? That would create some interesting kind of chaos. So we are all inescapably unique, but we're also all beautiful, and complete expressions of the divine unity, right? Each and every one of us. And the more we can embrace that, embrace our individuality, embrace our uniqueness, while also knowing at the same time we're all connected, that's where we can find more peace, more love, more joy, and like that deeper, uh, the words that come through, our flow-join commitment to this human experience. I love that. So comparison can be kind of subtle, or it can be really, really, really strong. And, you know, the first step in kind of retraining your brain out of comparison is just to notice and just to become aware of where, how, and why you compare, And some of us skew one way or the other. We skew in terms of comparing ourselves, like, ooh, I'm better than somebody else, or ooh, I'm always worse than somebody else. But for most of us, it's a mix, right? And no matter which way on that pendulum swinging, it's taking you out of your truth. Because remember, though you may hit 10,000 downloads faster or slower than I did, we're all doing exactly what we're here to do. Now I hear some of you saying, but, 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 You know, if I have a podcast and it takes me, you know, 20 years to get to 10,000 downloads, like, you know, maybe that's some feedback for me that I'm not doing the right thing at the right pace in the right way. And the guides say maybe yes, maybe no. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes we look for that feedback in terms of just one external metric where we, you know, decide here's the line. Do we measure up to others or do we not? do we measure up to some external standard or do we not and these two things can be intertwined and it's really far more complicated than that say you've been doing a podcast for 10 years and you've loved it right it's been the joy of your joy and maybe you have three listeners that tune in every week but you love doing what you're doing and they love listening and that's as it should be right and the guides also point out that there's often more than one source of feedback than comparison and so comparison it's fine if it's like one of your you know one of of many little reminders or little things but again you can't let it steal your value because your comparison to others is not your value though it it may you know redirect your direction but remember too on the life path we all have our own unique path and it's going to be different for everyone and, you know, your higher self knows what you planned and where the obstacles are and where the ease is supposed to be. And, you know, whether turning left or turning right going to be the easier way to go. Your higher self also knows, by the way, you know, how probable you are to take the easier path or the hardest path at any juncture. But your small mind often tries to negotiate and navigate that path with, less inspiration, let's put it that way, right? By looking over your shoulder and saying, well, what is everyone else doing? What do they think I should do? Like, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Because the small mind wants to control and the small mind wants to really please that voice in the head that they've learned from others, right, that externalized good, bad, blah, 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 blah. But your soul knows best. So it might take one person 10 years to build their audience, another person 10 minutes. It doesn't mean that one of them is necessarily better than the other. It just means they're doing different things. And again, we can take, you know, feedback from the world and sit with it and ask, huh? Does this suit me? Does this fit with me? You know, I've been doing this a long time, and and I'm not where I want to be. You know, does it feel right for me to continue? Is there something I want to shift? Is there something I want to change? Like. Is this even the right thing at all? These are all legitimate questions to ask, my friend. Ask away. But we can do this so much better if we let go of all those shoulds and let go of all those comparisons, right? And just tune into our inner wisdom and say, huh, show me, tell me, guide me, support me. Let me know what my next steps are. Let me get out of the way and follow the path that my soul has in mind for me. And when we are able to start to do that, then all this other external stuff becomes interesting, but it doesn't really have anything to do with your sense of worth or your sense of self, right? It's just more feedback, more information that you can combine with other information that you may or may not find is helpful to you. So when we're dealing with comparison, right? It's a habit of mind. It's just one of those things that we learn. Developmentally, kids really start to have this sense of comparison around six or seven years old. And if you watch kids in the playground at that age, that's the age where they're all like racing each other to see who's the fastest, who's the smartest, who's the best reader. Um, They just start to notice, you know, the comparison of themselves versus others. Earlier to that age, usually kids are just doing their own thing and they're not really interested in what other people are doing or how they compare. And it's really not until that first big mental level of development that happens around six or seven years old that they start to look over their shoulders and have this sense of me as it compares to you, to others, right? And this idea that, you know, my value is somehow relative. And so usually we keep getting this message again and again through our lives, right? Relative value in school, right? You don't necessarily get a report card based just on your work, right? There's a curve. And you know, that expression, everyone can't get an A, right? Only the very best can get an A. We rank people on everything all the time. It's how the human world works. So it's natural and normal that you would internalize that and think, that you need to be ranking yourself and comparing yourself anyway. You've been trained to do this. But the cool thing now is you have the opportunity to untrain yourself and to remind yourself, again, we are all unique sparks of the divine. So comparison is always completely irrelevant. Always. Mm-hmm. So the first step to undoing some of this conditioning is to notice when it's happening, right? And to notice when you are stuck in comparison and when you are doing this trick of mind. And as I said before, people tend to skew one way or another and especially with respect to certain issues, right? So as we get to know the landscape of the mind, you'll start to know like what are your hot button issues where you go into comparison, right? For me, it's around social stuff, because as a kid, I was kind of awkward and I kind of felt, you know, like, oh, nobody likes me. So, things like downloads, right? Or number of people showing up to my workshops, or even sometimes even the number of people that want to work with me. All of that triggers this, oh, uh, no one wants to play with Vicki, right? So, I'm aware of that. I know that's out there. I'm going to give myself a hug because that made me sad. Oh, right? And some people did want to play with Vicki, by the way. She was awesome. But again, we all have these little patterns, these little things that we've learned or mislearned about ourselves that need a little love and need a little healing and need a little help. And so sometimes when we recognize what's getting triggered, we can take those few moments to soothe ourselves. And we can also take a few moments to change the story around it, right? Like, and recognize the people that did show up for us or the people that did honor us or the people that did wanna play with us and also recognizing that you know that what was true when you were 10 or five does not have to be true now. So I'm gonna take a couple seconds to do that now that I put that out there for y'all. So the first thing is recognize when you're comparing and going to comparison and the other one is sometimes the other way, right? Where in order to feel good about ourselves, we have to always be the best, right? Maybe you were the top student in school, or maybe you were the best athlete, and that's where you got your sense of identity, and that's where you got your sense of self. And so, you know, when you are not the best at something, that can feel really uncomfortable for you too. And again, we either compare to boost ourselves up or bring ourselves down, but either way, it doesn't help. So the first step, again, is becoming aware of when you go into comparison. And really, comparison is any time you are thinking about yourself relative to anybody else and assigning a value of worth to yourself as a result, right? Because it's fine to say like, wow, that person's a beautiful dancer. I love how they dance. It's another thing to say that person's a beautiful dancer and I'm such a klutz and I can't do anything right. See the difference, right? We can honor the gifts in ourselves and others without comparing at all. Right, And it's true, right? Some people are going to be really beautiful dancers. Other people are going to be beautiful singers. And some people are going to have amazing mathematical brains, which I do not have. And I am always in awe of those people. And it doesn't matter because we are all unique and we're all here to express, you know, that's which is amazing about us in this human iteration and your current human expression of your highest divine essence. Does that make sense? So now that you've recognized that you're comparing, what do you do next? Well, one thing you might want to do is something like this. I can't believe I'm doing that again. I can't believe I just got 10,000 downloads on my podcast and here I am beating myself up, you know, because it took me so long rather than just enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I feel really proud and really happy because for me, it's a huge accomplishment and it's just like a world of yay. But anyway, sometimes the mind does not take us in that direction. And my mind has not taken me in that direction plenty of times. So I know I know where it could go. So the, the step two is we notice what the mind is doing, but we don't judge, right? We just say, hmm, isn't that interesting? Here I just had this big accomplishment and it, it triggered something. It triggers something that's bringing me into comparison and, and making me feel like I'm not good enough. Hmm, let me sit with that. Let me love myself through that. Let me allow that to just talk, 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 without giving it too much juice, right? Because when we resist our thoughts, we give them energy. When we just let them be there and we notice them, they start to unwind, okay? So step two when you find yourself in comparison is to not judge. To just notice, to just to be aware, to send yourself a ton of love. If you can notice where in you is triggered and where you're hurting, and again, this doesn't have to be like a dumpster dive for everything that's wrong with you, because nothing's wrong with you. It's more a matter of just tuning in if there are any places that are hurting a little bit and giving them some love and attention, so that you know they don't need to express themselves through that kind of thinking anymore. And remember too, friends, that. For many of us, that habit of comparison is just a tape in the mind that's playing, playing, playing all the time because that's what we've learned. Like maybe you had a parent that was always comparing you to everybody else or comparing people or comparing themselves, right? Or a friend or a teacher or like I said, it's everywhere in the world. So a lot of times it really is just a neutral habit of mind that you don't have to pay any attention to. You can just let it be there and that is fine. Now, the other thing that guides are pointing out is some people really do like to get attention through this comparison thing, right? That, again, it's boosting up the ego, boosting up the self. So, it could go something like, you know, gosh, I never, ever, ever get any downloads on my podcast, sob, right? And again, this is getting you attention. People are going to say, oh my goodness, you're so great. Right? Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it yourself and don't fall for it in others and in yourself if you start to have that feeling rather than going out and asking other people for validation, just tune in, allow that habit of mind to pass and don't give it juice. Likewise, some people are going to be like, I am the greatest, come see my accomplishments. And again, I'm a little more favorable to that because I think that when we celebrate ourselves and share, we give the opportunity to other people to celebrate us and celebrate them as well. And as long as there's no, I'm better than you involved, I find that to be a beautiful and magical thing. But again, if you're sharing something because you want everyone to know that you got it and they don't, this is another instance of comparison and you may want to look at that. Because, you know, what goes up is going to come down at some point or it's going to be killing itself to stay up for fear of coming down. So again, in all of these cases, we're stuck in the ego and we're stuck in that up and down and up and down where our value and worth rather than being given at birth is something that we have to earn, that we have to fight for. And that, you know, is determined by these external forces beyond our control. Or if we think we can control them, right, we're controlling them from the wrong place, from the wrong locus of control. We're controlling them with our ego or our small mind. And eventually, that will always cause you suffering and pain. So, I think that's all that wants to come through today. I hope you got as much out of this episode as I did and as always I am so grateful for the information that wants to come through from the guides. Comparison may be up until now a little bit of a thorn in your side but fear not my friends the more you can tune into what is unique amazing and beautiful about you the easier it will be to come here and do what you are here to do which is to express the gifts of your soul while in human form. Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die,